0: All right, let's start this off. Welcome everybody to the Bagland Podcast, where we talk about politics, tech, and tangibles. We're going to start this off right away with an article from Newsweek. Now, this isn't something that happens a lot, but it does happen. Now, a shark... Was filmed lunging at a boy, eight years of age, who was climbing onto a boat. I'm looking at this picture, and this shark really tried to take a bite out of crime. But you know, the kid is safe. So I, I'm not really gonna go too hard on him. The kid is safe. It's a, it, you know, the shark attacked the kid. So I'm just going to say that, you know, the shark probably said, "Well, you know, what, I'm a little hungry here." Now the boy said that the uh, that it hurt a little bit cuz it, you know, it had a small bite mark. So, you know, it just it didn't hit him too much. However, I seen something else that looked crazy. Now, this was probably a reef, uh yeah, black tip reef shark. They've been known to bite people. Usually when people are swimming and wading, swimming swimming or wading in shallow waters. That's what the Florida Museum reports. But I see something even more interesting and this was a orca attack. Well, actually I won't call it an attack cuz the man ended up I think he was on one of those boats where you know, you hold on to that like a, you know, it's like a rope that's attached to the back of the boat, and let me see if I can find this, but a guy was at the end of the boat, the guy was at the end of the boat. Let me see, could I find this? Okay, here's a here's an uh, an attack here. Let's see if we can find this. This is supposed to be an attack.
1: Orca was going to perform today. You see, at this time of year, the whale gets frisky. And how do you know when a whale's in the heat?
0: Just watch. He threw the guy in the water. You brought one of what's going on.
2: The beast tries to
1: pin the trainer under the water.
0: It could have killed him if it wanted to. It really could've.
1: (laughs) And
0: she's not. yeah, it's not looking good. Yeah, these things could snap you in half if they wanted to. So, you know, he he got a pass. Animal attacks, he got a pass. Here's another one where an orca attacked a yacht. My thumb always. There was one where an orca attacked a. Here, here's one where a British crew are attacked by a pod of 30 whales. 30 killer whales. Still motoring.
3: There was a pod. I'm.
0: Now, this doesn't look like a major attack because, ain't, like I said, ain't nobody tripping. Here's one. Are they attacking? Somebody's swimming with a killer whale.
4: Did
0: they really make this sound? That's pretty interesting. I think they do make that sound. I don't know. But a killer whale, if, they, if a killer whale really wanted to get at you, You'd be, you'd be done. Yeah. If a killer whale wanted to get at you. Now here's one. that says, this is 12 years ago. Sea world. Shamu kills a trainer. Let's see if I could. Hold on. Let me look at this. I don't know why they put this goofy music on here. They said it killed the trainer. I'm not sure if that's true. They're telling the whales to go into the other okay, let's see. Let's see if he kills a trainer. This might be clickbait. I I I don't know. I might have to report this one. I may have to click A. Yeah, I don't know what the hell. I hate it when people do that. That's nuts. No, but I seen seen one the other day. Actually, it was earlier today. I seen a killer whale. It didn't really attack the guy. It was just kind of swimming around him. If it would have wanted to, it could have really got on his ass. But let's continue. I thought we would say, you know, I thought we would have something a little different to talk about, you know, starting off. Thought it would be dope. So, let's go ahead and get this party started. First article I want to cover, public safety officials warned that sex sextor- sextortion is a growing crime in Minnesota. Now, before we start off with this article, if they would get rid of all the damn pedophiles, we wouldn't have this problem. If they would stop all this gender crap and, you know, here, here goes, okay, hold on.
5: Tough for parents to talk about with their
0: kids, But the Department of Public
5: Safety says sextortion is growing in Minnesota. And the biggest targets are children and teens. Authorities say they've been, they've seen criminals overseas tricking them into sharing explicit photos, then extorting them for money.
1: The crime always has the same pattern. Most often it's a boy befriended on social media or gaming sites by someone purporting to be a beautiful girl. She convinces him to share an explicit image or video of himself that shows his face. Immediately, the blackmailer demands
6: money or gift cards from the victim. Understand that yes, this crime can happen to your child. Educate your children about the dangers of sharing images and information online. And please, make sure your children know that they can come to you if they fall victim to one of these criminals.
5: ACA says there have been hundreds of victims in Minnesota. The majority of them are boys ages 10 to 17.
0: 17. I wouldn't have been sending no pick at all at that age. But I will say this. That's one of the reasons why that starts dealing into the weeds of This whole thing where they're misgendering children. Oh, well, you're a little girl and you're a little boy. You can be a little girl or a boy. When they start doing stuff like that. That's predatory to me. That's in the same damn boat. This was something on TikTok that I seen not too long ago. Something on TikTok i seen not too long ago. Now I want to talk about this as well. This is interesting. There's been a lot of stolen cars in the city. I've been told that there's been a lot of stolen cars in Minneapolis lately. People have been stealing cars, you know, carjacking. Okay, hold on. Here we go
1: its way through the legislature, the bill, our, our theft victims is making its way through the legislature.
5: The bill would allow police to attach a tracking device to a stolen car. Police say it is common that they can find a stolen car, but a lot of times they're not in a position to make an arrest or seize the vehicle. As Esme Murphy shows us, this bill would allow police to attach a tracking device to a car without the driver's knowledge.
7: Uh, my car wasn't there.
5: Stacy Severson could be speaking for uh, so, so many there. victims. Initially, I thought, did I like? park
8: somewhere else or like did i drive my husband's
5: car today severson's kia was stolen two weeks
0: ago in minneapolis and is still missing yeah, is representative kelly that's moeller that's of shoreview the wants who the hell's still in the damn kia what the hell man who wants a kia all right to let police put gps trackers
5: onto stolen cars for 24 hours without a warrant this is video of one of those
7: trackers being placed. Like an unmarked squad car and they knew this car was stolen but they didn't have the ability or the resources to stop it in that moment, they could attach one of these trackers onto the car.
5: Putting a tracking device on a car without a warrant has raised privacy concerns before. In fact, there's even a U.S. Supreme Court decision prohibiting it. But Representative Mueller is coming at this not just from a legislative viewpoint, She's also an assistant county attorney. Moeller says when it comes to a thief driving a stolen car, constitutional privacy
7: concerns are not in play. In this situation, you have someone who has stolen a car, and so they wouldn't have that same level of expectation of privacy. We asked Stacy.
9: I mean, I like the idea that it expedites the recovery process, which could minimize like some of the damage to the vehicle, but she also worries the tracker could cause problems in terms of just like concerns. I would worry about making sure that the device is attached to the right vehicle, the tracker.
0: Now she said, making sure that it's attached to the right vehicle. Here's another question. Are they going to be using this on black folk? Are they going to be, because I've seen it's like a little projectile, remind you of a cannonball. And what it does is it shoots out this, it shoots out this little tracker. I need to get me a tracker for my car. I don't think nobody going to steal it, but still. They're rather cheap on Amazon. Probably about a thousand different brands out there. But I will tell you this. Um... What I what I think is interesting about that, they, they mentioned the Constitution, they mentioned the right to privacy. There is no right to privacy for a criminal. If you commit a crime and you're still in a car, no, you don't have a right to privacy. You don't. You really don't. So, my my only concern with this is, hey are y'all going to start attaching those things to target black folk? That's the only thing that I'm concerned about. Now here's another thing. Yet another reason for reparations. Alabama community rallies in support of a black author after school district cancels black history month event. A suburban Alabama community is rallying behind a black author after the school district rescinded an invitation to have him speak and read his books at a local elementary school during Black History Month. Now, the brother Derek Barnes, he writes stories featuring black children. He will no longer be visiting three Hoover City Schools, a school system that's south of Birmingham, uh, Alabama. D. Fowler. The district superintendent cited contract issues and a parent's concern regarding Barnes' social media post. Now they're worried about his social media post. The cancellation incited outrage. Frustrated, so the cancellation incited outrage from frustrated parents, Hoover residents, some of whom channeled anger into activism. So a lot of them came together to raise a portion of the nine grand that he would have been paid for the events. That was very codified. So before we go on, I, w- I want to say this. I don't really remember seeing black actors coming to black, black authors coming to schools. The liter- The literacy sector is very, very important for young black kids. What they read is very important. Not just if they're reading, but what they are reading is very important. Very important, very fundamental. Now, before we go on with this article, what I want to do is I want to see, I want to look at some of his material. Because we have to investigate here on the Bagland Podcast. This is all over. okay, Derek Barnes, children's author author. All right. So he made a graphic novel. All right. Critically acclaimed multi-award-winning book, Crown, and old to the fresh cut, will receive a newberry honor. The credit Scott skin uh credit. Coretta Scott King author. Okay, he's a graduate of Jackson State. He was the first black male creative copywriter hired by greeting cards, Hallmark Cards. He's from KC Moe, Kansas City. Shout out to the Nook and Cranny Distribution. Currently living in Charlotte, North Carolina with his wife, Dr. Tinka Barnes, and four sons. There you go right there. That's the nump I bet you right there. This ain't a buck-broken intersectionality, Negro. There you go right there. That was one of the main problems. All right, now let's look, now let's look at his books. So what he said, I believe as an artist that your primary goal should be to build an important body of work that will be here long after you're gone. A body of work that your family can be proud of body of work that will make people feel good about themselves, that will make them think, laugh, and cry. That's what I always do, make something meaningful. So he got a book called Victory Stand. A lot of good reviews. Okay, he did a book tour, D.C., Baltimore, Philly, Atlanta, Riverside, California, L.A. He got another one called The Queen of Kindergarten. I am am every good thing. Okay, here's a trailer. I'm going to play the little trailer for another book he has. Let's see.
2: I'm a go-getter. I'm the perfect beat and the perfect rhyme. I am victory. I'm that smile forming on your face right now. I am real. I am brave. I am hope. I am worthy to be loved. I am every good thing.
0: Okay. Very constructive. A learning guide to I am good. I am I am every good thing. Okay. Good reviews. New York Times bestseller children. Who Got Game Baseball. Amazing but true stories. I mean, this brother has a lot of... Oh, the King of Kindergarten. Crown and old to the fresh cut. I'm not seeing anything that's... Uh, yeah, I'm not seeing anything... Then you got uh, Caleb McCallan reads Crown and old to the Fresh Cut. He was on Stranger... Okay, the young brother that was on Stranger Things.
3: You stand at attention
5: and forget about who you were when you walked through that door.
0: You came in as a lump of clay, a blank canvas. Okay, yeah, so... Here's another one. We could be brothers. So, so what I'm starting to see is he's promoting, it looks like from this website, he's promoting nuclear families. Here's another one. Ruby and the Booker Boy series. The making of Dr. True Love. The Low Down Bad Day Blues. Stop Dropping Chill. Yeah. I'm seeing where the attack's coming from. Let's continue to read the article. See, I'm going to investigate these things a little bit. It sounds like he's promoting black family. Positive reinforcements. The liberal left arm of racism, white supremacy, probably ain't happy with that. They probably hit him with the old critical race theory bullshit. Let's see what they said. Some are also, I'm still reading the CNN article. Some are also working to stock his books in free little libraries, public bookcases where anyone could take or leave a book throughout the city. That was very codified. Ashley Duro, a parent of a seven-year-old student at one of the schools where this event was canceled, launched a fundraiser a week after the announcement. So far, $4,300 have been donated. See, when it comes to something constructive, yes, Folks should get behind it. Do you know how much money Rittenhouse was raised and Zimmerman was raised? Hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. For race soldiers. All right. Durrell said she and others decided to take action. At the beginning, there was so much anger. That's what Durrell said. And we were all asking why, why, why? I realized we could no longer be angry or just move on with our lives. We had to take that energy and put it to something good. All right, let's keep, let's continue. You're going to get my analysis in a moment. It's not going to take long. The district's move to cancel Barnes visits triggered concerns of censorship amid controversial book bans in some parts of the country, specifically targeting titles related to diversity, equity, and inclusion. You know I'm not a fan of diversity, that term diversity inclusion, because that really starts to bundle up everybody but black folks. Republican-led states, including Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, and Texas, have pushed statewide rules, making it easier for critics to remove titles they dislike from school libraries. In Alabama, the state's Board of Education adopted a resolution in 2021 declaring the preservation of intellectual freedom and non-discrimination in Alabama's public schools, which, according to the Legal Defense Fund, prevents educators from teaching the full and accurate history of racial discrimination and civil rights in Alabama and the U.S. So what they're really saying in so many words is foundational black Americans who built this country and were never paid for it. We are going to try to strip you out of the history books. You are part of American history, so let's strip you out of the American history books. Because then now what we could say is, well, wait a minute. We owe y'all niggas some money. Yeah, 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 yeah. We owe y'all niggas some money. And we have to atone for our sins. You niggro, you Negroes don't want no apologies anymore. You want some tangibles to hell with an apology. We don't want anything. We want something we could hold in our hands. We want something we could see, something we could walk into our house and actually see. We want to be able to look at that bank account and say, hey, look, my son, you know, he wants to open up a comic book section. When I was watching the BMF series, his son wanted to create comic books. Hey, son, I'm about to create. I'm about to go buy you a comic book store. You understand? I'm about, to buy you a, I'm about to buy you a comic book store so you could create your own comics and own so you could be the next Marvel. However, Fowler, the school district superintendent, told CNN the issue is not about the content of Barnes' books, which Fowler said are found in libraries and classrooms across the district, but posts he made on social media. Fowler said the events were canceled after a parent at one of the elementary schools voiced concern regarding social media posts made by Mr. Barnes. Let me read that one more again. The events were canceled after a parent at one, one parent of the elementary school's voiced concern. He did not clarify what post included or what made them controversial. So what you're going to say is that's I'm white and I say so. That's I'm white and I say so law. That's, that's the policy. That's I'm white and I say so. You have one damn parent that voiced a concern, yet you would not clarify what the posts were. If you're saying it's a problem, let the public know. We don't need no secrets out here. Let us know what it was. Tell us what it was, sir. Mr. Fowler, Mr. Faulty Fowler, Fabrication Fowler. Fabrication Fowler didn't want this nigga to get no money. That's what it was. And listen to what Mr. Barnes says. I wasn't told anything about a parental complaint. My socials are all about my books, events, children, and of course, I talk about black history facts and things happening in the world, but everything is factual. So now what they're doing is they're just saying, hey, I'm going to use I'm white and I say so law to override facts. They were using this term, I don't know if y'all remember, called alternative facts. So it was like, well, let's do, it's like a half truth. Alternative facts. That was a term that was used when people were scared the depth of the sky was going to fall and Trump was going to get in the office and this, that, and the third. And everybody was going to crawl under their, crawl under their damn, you know, bed like this was Darkness Falls. Y'all remember that movie Darkness Falls? This is I'm white, not say so to the fullest. And I, I ain't even finished the damn article yet. He said he wasn't told about anything. One damn complaint. A CNN review the of the author's social media posts found that they predominantly featured predominantly fe- feature photos of his. Was I fucking right or not? Damn it! Bagland <laughs> podcast don't play no games, nigga. Negro dominance in, 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 in full effect. The CNN review of the author's social media posts found that they predominantly feature photos of his family writing and music. He enjoys as well as comments about news events and political issues, including police brutality. So he made a statement probably saying, Hey, these are race soldiers. And this was in, and Oh, yep, the, the January 6th insurrection in the presidential election. So basically he made a comment, maybe about Donald J with the toupee, or maybe he made a comment about Jim Crow Joe, He made a comment about race soldiers harming black people and getting away with impunity. He probably made a comment like that. We have to suspect that at this point because old faulty fabricated Fowler, he won't say anything. Quote, that concern was relayed to our central office. Central office staff looked for the contract with Mr. Barnes to ascertain the nature and scope of his presentation only to discover that no contract was on file. Fabricated Fowler added. Because of the difficulties encountered in attempting to reach a timely contractual arrangement with Mr. Barnes, we felt it appropriate to seek out other African American authors to speak at. That's Big Cap Arrero. That's Cap Marshall Barnes. That's Big Cap. That's Big Cap, man. That's 5950. I got a new term on niggas. I got a new term on niggas. That's 5950. That's Cap, nigga. That's Big Cap. That's fifty nine fifty athletics. Now they're saying that we couldn't ascertain the nature and scope of his presentation only to discover no contract was on file. So that nigga just showed up for free. He showed up. He, think about it. He done showed up. I don't know where he lived. Didn't they say it was Charlotte, North Carolina? So he just showed up. He took, so he took a flight all the way to, where was it? Alabama. Is that what y'all are telling me? This is I'm white and I say so. I'm telling you, this is some Carolyn Bryant intellectual dishonesty here. Fowler said, "Listen, we we'll fabricated fault Fowler said, Fowler said the schools asked Barnes' agent Patrick Oliver for a contract three times. Something Oliver said CNN was false. I don't believe him. I don't believe fabricated Fowler at all. Matter of fact, let's look up Fabricator Fowler. Let's look up Fabricator Fowler. Let's look him up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's look him up, Jack. What's his name? This don't sound right. This is some Carolyn Bryant energy. Alabama superintendent. Oh. Hoover City Schools. Oh, oh, I'll be damned. Here we go. Wait a minute. Is this the right guy? We don't want to put the wrong person on here. We don't want to put the wrong person on here. Uh, Let's get this straight. We're going to walk this through. Let's walk it up. D. Fowler. Okay, is this him? Oh, ah, yes, it is. Dr. D. Fowler, Hoover City School superintendent. He became the superintendent in July 2021. He was the deputy state superintendent, chief of staff to the State Superintendent Chief Associate for Leadership Evaluation Evaluation and Development for the Acribos Group. His career spanned 40 years in Madison County School, bachelor's degree, Lipsum University, master's in education from Peabody College of Vanderbilt. They reside in Hoover. Yeah, man, Hoover, Alabama. Mmm... I don't know about this dude. See this, this ain't adding up here. This sound like I'm white. Not say so tactics. This sound like I'm white. Not say so tactics. So you, you didn't make no contract. His agent says now what, what Fowler said is a school asked his agent for a contract three times. Don't you know if you got an agent, they going to be on it. They're like some of these white managers in the rap game. If they know they got a show, they sending that Negro out. The rap game, let me tell y'all something. The rap game, they look at Negroes like plantations. Plantation bucks. That's how they look. Your next Glow Rilla, your next special, your, your next smoker, your dead ops uh, rapper. They look at them niggas like plantation shines. Hey. I'm your white manager. Let me send you over here so you could dance a jig for ten to fifty thousand dollars. That man ain't lying. He's not gonna miss the ball. He's, he's an agent. He gets paid. He's gonna he's gonna make sure that he's in contact with the with the uh, with the school district. Oliver told CNN it was false. I believe Oliver. Patrick Oliver was the was that was Barnes' agent. Man, that band ain't lying about that. Listen to this: What Oliver said. The contract statement is an excuse Hoover School District wants to hide behind for their horrible and unpopular decision. Oliver said, adding he made made sure all necessary paperwork was completed. Several emails confirmed Derek's appearance. I requested a $500 advance for Derek's travel, and the check was received within seven days—a sign that an agreement was in place for Derek's appearance. So you know what this is? Again, this is that Carol. Y- y- y'all gotta really peel back the layers. Let me break this shit down for y'all. If it didn't read the the blood of Emmett Till, let me break this shit down for niggas. Let me let me, let me show you how fifty nine fifty this is for niggas. Sit back and peep the game. When Emmett Till was killed, the sheriff was trying to say, "Well, you know, yeah, Emmett Till came down from Chicago, and you know, uh, he he he, uh, somebody killed him, and then or y'all killed him, and y'all brought him all the way down from Chicago, and you threw him in the bank in the Tallahatchie River." They was they was talking like that. They was talking like that, y'all. They was using I'm white and I say so to the 3.14 pi. They were using I'm white and I say so to the 50th power. Well, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, that Emmett Till, yeah, we found him and his his ring, that wasn't his ring. Y'all put that ring. You killed him and you brought him down and you threw him in the Tallahatchie River. I swear, read the blood of Emmett Till. I'm white. Not say so. Laws, intellectual dishonesty at its finest. Shiny gold, ancient Kemet gold, fifty-nine fifty, all the way fifty-nine fifty. Big rare martial arts. Big rare. I'm talking about Einstein, science. Big rare martial arts. Lying a ass off. You know he's lying. Five hundred dollar advance. Okay, a ticket. Okay, he's from Charlotte, North Carolina. That's about right. $500 ticket. He probably wasn't even charged for a hotel. Let's keep it moving. The district informed Barnes in an email, which was obtained uh, obtained by CNN. They would no longer host him as a guest author at the three schools due to a recent change. A recent change. Now, Earlier in the the paragraph, in the couple paragraphs above, they didn't say what the posts were about. See? Then, parents were also sent a letter citing contractual issues as the reason for the cancellations and said the district would be paying Barnes a portion of his engagement fee. You ruined the contract. You should pay that brother every dime. All that money. Barnes also had plans to make an appearance at the city's public library this week, but canceled because of his family's concern for his safety. So now the brother's like, okay, we going out here to this town with these race soldiers. At this point, we got to label y'all as race soldiers. I'm going out to here to this town with these race soldiers. It sounds like... the. Like I said, this really sounds like some backwood Alabama race soldier type of shit. When Barnes was a child, he never saw himself depicted in literature as anything but a stereotype. The runaway slave, the basketball player, the poor child living in the projects. This is this is crying Negro Network talking Caucasian Nazi Nazi news. This is CNN. See, they're being forced to address the issue now because niggas ain't backing down. Now a 47-year-old father of four boys, Barnes has dedicated his life to make sure every black child can pick up a book and finally see their story filling its pages. He said, if you're a black artist in America, by default, you're an activist. Bars. (laughs) Bars, nigga. I have an obligation to make sure that if they can't find images that portray them as human beings, I will make sure to do it myself. He said, I write my books So when black children pick them up, they don't want to put it down because they see themselves. It's a mirror. They see and think this is who I am. I'm someone with astronomical goals. I love myself. I love my skin. I love my hair. I love my family. I love my neighborhood. So they mentioned some of his books that I already mentioned. He said he felt deeply offended and hurt by the cancellations more than anything. He says he felt sadness for the children who missed out on the experience. So once another another thing, y'all be like, damn, this nigga's always talking about reparations, reparations, reparations. Damn it, we need fucking reparations. Because what you have done to these children is you have stripped them. You stripped them. They don't do that to white kids. Ain't never happened up here in Minnesota. They don't cancel them. This is This is canceling. And they try to say, well, it could have been about politics or whatever. No, this is I'm white, not say so to the third degree. And they lied. Now, he said his work is not only for black children. It's more important for white children to see black, brown, Asian, Muslim characters. Well, the Muslim characters, I'm not really understand. I don't understand that part. I'm going to be honest. I don't understand because if you're Muslim, that's a religion. He said, if they don't see those kids in their media environments, these books serve to counter stereotypes they're taught. That could be true, but we know the whites, we, we, we know that the white supremacist code is enforced at the early age of 12 and under. So if their parents are race soldiers, and I want to be clear, if their parents are race soldiers, yeah. They're going force. They're going inflict that on them anyway. Now he says they get to learn about different cultures, you know. But you might, oh, I don't know, man. I, I mean. But okay, now it says down here the parents and teachers demand uh, answers. Six miles away from Hoover, Christine Berlathum decided she couldn't stay silent. While none of her children attended the schools impacted by the cancellations. Bernathum launched a Derek Barnes book drive, which prompted dozens of people to purchase and donate boots, which which um prompted dozens of people to dozens of people to purchase and donate books written by Barnes. Twelve hundred dollars raised. A lot of people uh, mailed uh, his books directly to uh, uh, Bernathum. So she could fill fill up 25 public community bookcases funded by the nonprofit Little Free Library and see what that was is she said, well, wait a minute. This is I'm white and I say so law. This is this is some this is some Jim Crow shit at this point. This is some Jim Crow shit at this point. She, because see, when you see stuff like that happening, y'all, when you see stuff like that happening, you have to suspect like, all right, this could be in my damn backyard. Now you don't get up there and start saying, well, man, that ain't never going to happen to me. I'm going to correlate this back to Emmett Till. Damn it. I got bars. Damn it. I got bars on the Bagland podcast. I was trying to be humble. I'm going to talk my shit. No, I got bars. Snickers, nigga, Mars Incorporated. I got bars, candy bars. There was some, there was some, some, I believe there was some, some information. I believe Mammy Till had said at one point, well, that's happening down to them niggas in Mississippi. That ain't going to happen to my son. I could have sworn I heard that, that rhetoric at one point. And then her son goes down to Mississippi and what happens? And she realized, damn, man, shit. I'm a hey, If I'm black in Chicago, I'm black in Mississippi. It don't matter where you black at. It don't matter where you black at. She would have never thought that would have happened to her child. Well, we living high on the horses in Chicago. Okay. It took her losing her son to see that. These are tala these are Tallahatchie River. I'm white, not say so tactics that they're using here. So Bar Bar uh, Bartheum, the, bar I think that's how you pr- pronounce it. I want to get some audio of this shit. Hold on, let's get some audio. I you know because this this right here. We 40 minutes in tonight, y'all. Let me see if I can find something. Kristen, hold on. Let's see if we can find some audio. Uh, Let's see. Okay. Now, I'm going to have to look up the name. Not finding anything. Derek Barnes. Okay. Let's see here. Penguin Kids. Okay. Okay. Lisa, Lisa Cabrera, she covered it three days ago. She's a reputable from the new black media. She's a reputable, y'all. Um, this story. Yeah, I'm not really seeing this story covered. Yeah, I'm not seeing this story covered much. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm on YouTube, I'm not really seeing it. There, there's really no video to it. I'm going to save this picture. I might have to make this, make this the picture. Anyway, let's go down here. So Barthium, um, she said the idea was to make sure that kids who missed the opportunity to see his work and hear him speak can have them for free. Who runs the anti-racist little library, a free library with central characters of color. We just wanted these books to be made widely accessible since the school system didn't. And this is what should be happening across. Now, this is unpopular. This is an unpopular statement that I'm getting ready to make. And I'm going to segue into what I'm saying. And I mean it. Dr. Claude Anderson should be in every black home across North America and around the damn world. Cause everything is coming Coming full circle and we're going to get into that in a minute. We're going to get into that in a minute. So she said, we just wanted these books to be widely accessible since the school system didn't. I feel most disappointed for the kids, especially those who have never met a black male author before. That's crazy. So to, to this day, we in 2023, you have kids that have not met a black male author before. Teachers within the school district also took a stance. 140 educators across Hoover Elementary and High School signing a letter to the district leaders stating their concerning and demanding forthrightness and transparency on why the visits were canceled. See, they don't want to give the transparency. They're using this old social media. He posted this in social media and all this BS. Now, listen to this quote in the absence of a clear and compelling explanation as to why such a decision was made, a reasonable person could infer from the info currently available that the decision was made for reasons other than those in the best interest of our students, possibly even in response to a single parent complaint. One parent, which was, I'm, I'm about 98% sure to label them a race soldier at this point. And if it wasn't race soldier, or wasn't a race soldier, it was a coon. I guarantee it was a sambo ass nigga, but I don't think it was. But that one parent, so so one, one parent, who was the parent that made that? What kind of power did that parent have to be able to make that statement, hey, I don't want this nigga coming down here? A reasonable person could infer from the info currently available that the decision was made for reasons other than those in the best interest of our students, possibly even in response to a single parent complaint. The letter drafted by 11th grade teacher Reed Lockamy and seventh grade teacher Kent Haynes reads. Barnes said he feels overwhelmingly Barnes says he feels overwhelming gratitude for the community's response. Quote, I can't say thank you enough. See, this is what black this is what happens to black authors. Now there wasn't a lot of media press for something like this. You ain't gonna hear nothing from niggas like Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson, because they so they too busy sitting up there with 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 crime koala. Too busy, huh? So now we gotta go to something else. Oh, we got to go to something else. Yeah, we got to go to something else. While they're telling black folk, you can't have books. This is what they're doing for everybody else. This is what they're doing for everybody else. Now, I want to play this too, because this is important. But this is what they're doing for everybody else. They were talking about giving licenses up here in Minnesota. They told my elan Umar removed for the House of Committee, get her ass up out of here. She ain't talking about shit. Even the Somali community don't rock with her out here. Waste of time. Let me see if I could type it in. License. There's nothing. I know it's on CBS Minnesota. Oh, here it goes. Oh, that's the hearing. That's the hearing three weeks ago. That's the hearing.
10: Week one of the state legislative session is coming to a close, and lawmakers have already made progress on some hot-button issues. So
1: on the agenda today, a hearing on a bill that would allow undocumented residents to get a driver's license in Minnesota. You
0: hear that? He's an undocumented resident. He was going to say immigrants. You hear that? Come on, man. Y'all don't come to the Badland Podcast for no reason to deplete. So
1: on the agenda today, a hearing on a bill that would allow undocumented residents to get a driver's license in Minnesota. Our Pauline Lee is live at the Capitol with a look ahead.
9: Hey, good morning guys. Yeah, the hearing on the bill called Driver's License for All. It starts at ten o'clock this morning. Minnesota, by the way, isn't the first to try this. About eighteen states and the city and DC already allow for this. So supporters, including grassroots groups, or grassroots groups, excuse me, want to pass it within the first forty five days.
0: Grassroots groups? What grassroots groups? Did they sit how many states? Listen to this. By the way, this was three weeks ago, but well, we going we gon we gonna stay current. Hold up.
9: Isn't the first to try this about 18 states and the city and
0: 18 states, man. They're trying to replace niggas.
9: They trying to replace see, niggas. Already allow for this, so supporters, including grassroots groups or grassroots groups, excuse me, want to pass it within the first 45 days of session. They say the change would help undocumented immigrants. Oh, they
0: want to pass it quick. You see, she said undocumented immigrants. It is Asian ladies talking now. First, they have the black dude. He was about to say undocumented immigrants. He said undocumented uh, residents
9: drive safely, cover health emergencies, and continue contributing to the local and national economy. Republicans are concerned that it would encourage illegal immigration and increase unlawful voter registration. Of course. Now, there'll also be an event at about 2 o'clock this afternoon. That'll happen in the Rotunda here to gain support for this bill. Another big issue that also has a hearing today is codifying abortion rights here in Minnesota. We'll take a closer look at that coming up in about half.
0: I'll be damned, man. Listen to this. Six days ago... <laughs> Let's see if we see some black New folks in there. New video in overnight oh.
10: showing a celebration at the state capitol. and whites. lawmakers in the House passed the Drivers Licenses for All bill. It will allow people who are undocumented get a driver's license. The bill is now on the way to the Senate, and Jen joins us with a look at why there's so much push for this
0: right now. Hi, Jen.
10: Yeah, a lot of hope because, as you know, Democrats control the House right and the Senate right mm. now. The Senate is where this. Sp-
0: she said Democrats control the House and the Senate. Let's play that one more time.
10: You know, Democrats control the House right and the Senate.
0: One more time.
10: Democrats control the House right and
0: the Where the fuck is my reparations at? Can I go to Mexico? Can I go and get my damn illegal? Can I go get me a license, nigga? Can I go get me a taco and a license? Can I can I do that in Mexico?
10: The Senate right now. The Senate is where this bill got stopped two years ago when lawmakers... Attempted- Talking
0: about what they can't do for black folk. Shout out. Shout out to you Jim Crow Joe Biden niggas. Where, where are y'all niggas at? Where y'all Jim... Man, If just get some music around this business. Where you Jim Crow Joe... You Jim Crow Joe ass... You Jim Crow Joe ass Biden butt-kissing ass niggas. Y'all niggas ain't shit. I mean that from the bottom of my fucking barrel. I mean that from the bottom of my barrel. You Jim Crow Joe-ass, Popeye Chicken Negro-ass niggas that went out there. This
10: bill got stopped two years ago when lawmakers attempted to pass it. At that time, Republicans control it. Democrats and supporters of the bill say if it becomes law, immigrants driving without licenses would no longer have to worry about being deported from a traffic stop. They'd be able to drive in an emergency, say, to the ER or to pick their kids up from school. This bill has the support of statewide business groups, farm groups, look, and law enforcement. Go back. Support of statewide business.
0: Now they got one nigga. They got one negro out here. You know he ain't no foundational. He's an immigrant. He's standing there with the white dude.
10: Groups, farm groups, and law enforcement. Republicans are concerned because the license would look like any other license, and they worry it would be used for same-day voter registration.
11: We have real concerns about that with the integrity of election process and the sanctity
5: of the vote. A driver's license does not indicate that you're a citizen of this country in Minnesota. Many, many people who are not citizens of this country. And who but do-
0: what determines if you're a citizen? If you have a driver's license, wouldn't I assume that you're, you have a driver's license? You're legally not supposed to be here. How am I going to, if I pull you over, how am I not going to know you a citizen? How? How am I not going to know you're a citizen? I'm not. That's the Do point. have
5: access to voting rights, are able to drive legally. So
10: about those concerns about voting, the Secretary of State's office... The off-
0: driver's license. Listen, the driver's license, y'all. Let's switch to music. Let me go back to Nita. The driver's license, y'all, for all the slow kids... That, that gives you power. Where do you get the What do you do with a driver's license? You get to work. Office does cross checks
10: comparing the voter rolls with the list of non citizens with driver's licenses. And anyone who is not a citizen and is caught voting faces felony charges, prison
3: time.
0: Big Caparera. Okay. Elon Omar had all kinds of janky ass votes in Cedar Riverside, man. That's Big Caprera, 5950. I'm calling out 5950. I'm calling out 5950 on y'all, man. Stop it. All right, Jen, thanks for that report. Well, in a few. Man, if y'all don't quit, y'all better stop, man. That's Big Caporrera. Big Caporrera. I want to tell y'all about a contract. I can speak about it now. Speaking of which, somebody sent me something here. Something very interesting. Let's talk about business. Let's talk about business real quick and then we'll go back to it. ex wells fargo executive accuses superior of rape and bank of slow footing investigation man wells fargo been they've been getting some bad reputation lately man a former senior vp of wells fargo filed a lawsuit alleging they were they were raped by a colleague and is accusing three other co-workers of enabling the assault and when she raised the incident with wells fargo officials the bank did not expeditiously investigate the allegations the lawsuit claims. I wonder if this was a black woman. I don't know. Their accuser referred to as Jane Doe in the suit names Eric R. Pagel, a senior Wells Fargo investment strategist and managing director as her alleged attacker. Let me look this nigga up. Let me look him up. Go on my LinkedIn. Look, look this dude up. Is he gonna have his R Kelly? Oh shit! Is this him? No, no, this dude. This dude from Wisconsin. Let me see if I can find this dude. I bet he took off his LinkedIn quick. Damn, you can't find this dude. Come on, man. You an executive. You ain't got no LinkedIn, man. Yeah, nigga, you did that shit. <laughs> nigga you did that shit raping ron yeah you did that shit a senior investment strategist and managing director she alleges pagel repeatedly subjected her to unwanted advances groping and sexually denigrating comments both before and after the alleged incident took place it was not immediately clear whether pagel continues to work at wells fargo reached by text comment he referred a request for comment to Wells Fargo, which issued a brief statement. We take all allegations of misconduct very seriously. We just learned of the lawsuit today reviewing it. Pagel, that sounds like a white man. I don't think that was no nigga that did that shit. The accusations represent another negative mark for a bank that has faced numerous federal inquiries into its practices. Most recently, it paid $3.7 billion to set up a slew of alleged consumer abuses in the wake of what regulators call it's rent repeat cycle of violating the law now, 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 now let me tell you now they can violate the law in plain view is what that is what they're saying violating the law in plain view you're a bank how do you not know where your finances go you're a bank You have lawyers, 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 and auditors, auditors, and tax people, and CPAs, 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 yet you're a bank. No oversight. And you got a black man that wants to go down to a fucking school down in Backwoods, Alabama, and wants to just promote his books. And you're telling him he can't. Wells Fargo has also been the subject of media reports describing a a toxic culture that led to employees creating millions of fake bank accounts, a scandal that led to the ouster of longtime CEO John Stumpf. According to Jane Doe's complaint, filed Thursday, the alleged attack occurred during a business trip to Bakersfield, California on January 23rd, 2020. That evening, the complaint states Doe and the defendants went to dinner in a bar where they consumed copious amounts of alcohol and Doe became intoxicated wait a minute I'm not saying she wasn't raped but what you doing drinking with your boss like that I don't know about that man alright so afterward David Witzel a senior VP named as a defendant by Doe walked Doe back to her hotel room soon thereafter Pagel knocked on her door forced his way in and raped her hmm this isn't sounding very, very, very copious. Reached by text message, Witzel indicated he and the other defendants named in the suit, Mark Peterson and Brian Ray, did not yet have an attorney. So, wait a minute. Something don't sound right about this. Something doesn't sound right about this. I'm not even going read to the, read the end. Something don't sound right. It really doesn't. It just doesn't sound right, man. Let's go to the next article.
1: On this first weekend of Black History Month, a brewery in Northeast Minneapolis wanted to bring more attention to the small black-owned businesses in the Twin Cities. 56 Brewing is holding their first Respect Makers Market and Music Fest today. WCCO's Alan Henry talked to reps from the brewery and other businesses about their efforts to support the community. Dozens of black owned businesses in the twin cities, having a place to show off what they do can make or break
0: them.
5: Oftentimes we're underrepresented. You know why? Because
0: you're giving licenses to illegal aliens. That's the issue. Yeah. You're giving you're giving illegal aliens all kinds of benefits. Here you have black folks out here struggling and scraping and bowing and scraping, and you giving folks that ain't even fucking citizens all types of benefits.
1: Show off what they do can make or break
5: them. Oftentimes, we're underrepresented. Even trying to get a leg up into the commerce, into the marketplace, can be really challenging for us. So, for us to have the spotlight and have an event curated specifically for small black businesses is amazing. It's important. It's a great way to, you know, set the tone for um, Black History Month. There's a lot of local talent that needs to be known about and supported, especially during Black History Month, to let you know what's happening locally.
0: So we got jury, You got jewelry,
1: you got health for 56 Brewing and helped organize today's Respect Makers Market and Music Fest as a chance to bring the small black business community together and help them showcase their art, jewelry, healthcare products and more to the community at large. Yeah, it's the passion, it's the,
0: the 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 upbringing that
1: you experience, you know, and putting that into the work that you do, you know. That's something that no one will ever understand where, you know, if you can come here and, you know, promote yourself and do that, I think it's a way oh, to expand on the community that we have. Oh, Business owners say it's all about making opportunities where there aren't any, with events like today opening the doors to even more. It's
5: been invaluable, and it's been because of little. Please leave your message for six
0: All right. We'll try to call him in a minute.
5: Small markets like this that I've been able to even expand my horizons, and I've been everywhere from corporate to washing dishes.
1: This is an amazing thing, and as I've met more people, um, it's made my heart very happy. Alan Henry, WCCO 4 News. The Maker's Market and Music Fest runs until 10 tonight. The brewery hopes to highlight more businesses from underrepresented communities throughout the year
0: underrepresented communities. And y'all understand people of color, minorities, underrepresented communities. Anytime you hear those words, get your Spidey sense up. Anything but black, right? Anything but black. Let's keep it going. Now there was something that I was supposed to do. Some time ago. There was a black woman where there was a lady black, uh, a lady Statue of Liberty, but she had chains on. Yep. The Italian's black Statue of Liberty. Let me see if I can find it. The Italian black Statue of Liberty. Let me see if I can find that. Let me see if I can find that here. Okay. Now this is this is in Italy. And somebody made a black statue. How you know this is a Statue of Liberty in America. Now somebody said how Italy views the Statue of Liberty. Now I'm not exactly sure what they meant by this. But in Italy, they have a black woman as a Statue of Liberty. Now, now listen, let's let's peel the layers back. She has a jumpsuit on with chains all around her. This was uploaded about a month ago. Somebody put this up. It says hashtag Moors, hashtag foreigners, hashtag Pan-African. And they have a bunch of, it looks like Italians... I don't know who this is, but it looks like Italians with jump suits, jump suits, on. Okay. That's what it looks like. So they're doing a performance. So at first I was looking at this. My wife sent this to me and it, it looks like that they were kind of like, what were they really saying? Were they trying to disrespect black women? This is a whole, do you know what, how much time it took to make an animatronic um in an animatronic uh black woman to move around like this. There's she is a, a white she is a yellow or I'm sorry an orange jumpsuit with chains all around her. What they're saying is they're gonna start trying to lock, lock black women up. They're letting you know, okay, this is America. but that's how they view the Statue of Liberty because they know the history of what the Statue of Liberty really meant. Okay. Now here's the issue. Now you have all of this going on. Our ancestors built this country and wasn't paid a dime for it, but you giving all these free unearned benefits to folks that ain't been here five damn minutes. And that's a damn shame. That is a damn shame. So that's my analysis of that. You have the black chains with the with the with the orange jumpsuit. And that's how they view America. And it's accurate. Another analysis that I did not give before. Another analysis that I didn't give before was there was a postcard that used to be sold where it was some Klan members standing around an old elderly couple that was probably anywhere between 80 to hundred years old. And they gifted. And I put that in big quotations. They gifted this elderly couple, foundational black Americans that used to be slaves. They gifted them a radio and they're holding their hands. One of the Klansmen in the middle of the picture is holding one of the Klansmen is holding both of their hands so and he's dressed up as Santa Claus I want y'all to really really dig into this and think for a moment all right so now I believe this was in Alabama he's holding both now both of the the, the couple the former slaves the foundational black Americans both of them are sitting in a seat you have, one Klan's member dressed up as Santa Claus with his little white white supremacist hood. And you have anywhere between four to five other clan members and they're standing up. So I want you all to really, really peel the layers back. Let's unpack this for a minute. all right? you have one Klan's member holding the hands. He has his left hand or his right hand holding the hands of each of the elderly foundational black Americans with the radio in the middle. Like, okay, this is like quasi-respect. Yeah, y'all are the former slaves. You built this country. We are the clan to subjugate you, and we're gifting you this very expensive radio. You know, radio wasn't cheap back then. So they got that picture like, okay, yeah, y'all niggas, you worked on the plantation a long time but we're implementing white supremacy. There's a lot, there's a lot of different angles to unpack on that postcard. This was a postcard that was sold. I believe it was Talladega. I think it was Talladega, Alabama when when this picture was taken in the 1930s or the forties or something like that. You're holding the hands of each of the former slaves and you're standing up as Santa Claus, like, okay, I'm giving them a gift. But it's kind of like, it's that Jim Crow quasi-respect. Uncle Ben. Mammy Till. Uh, it ain't a mister, it's an uncle. You see what I'm saying? So that Jim Crow quasi-respect. I'm not going to give you full respect. I'm not going to consider you to be a man. Now, you could be uncle, you could be aunt, Aunt Jemima. You could be Aunt Jemima, you could be Uncle Ben, you ain't gonna be Mister Smith, Mister Jackson, bars nigga. (laughs) Fuck out of here, we got bars. But I do want to speak on Trailer Trash Jeffrey. That's a new person that I that I coined tonight. Trailer Trash Jeffrey. Now. I was doing a contract for a rather large corporation in the city. I won't say their name. Hint, hint. But there was a brother. I was working on a software development team. There was a brother that left. I noticed his emails weren't coming through the email Basically, what we would do is we would monitor monitor the emails, basically create tickets and, and things of that nature. But I thought someone was interesting. He was from the from the implementation squad. So basically, what he would do was he would onboard people and he would implement things. So he didn't have no little lackluster ass position. Now, quiet is kept here. They weren't saying any of this during the time, but when he left the company. He went to, I believe it was Goldman Sachs, or it was some big New York financial company. He was a product manager. Product managers, as we know, make a lot of money. Product managers manage the product. They implement milestones. Let's get some bars here. Let's get some bars here. Let's see if I can call my mans again. Let's look up what project managers do. Give you all a little bit of game. Not project managers, product managers. I'm sorry. All right, so here's what a pro- now, and they make a lot. Product manager. Now this one is going anywhere between one hundred twenty-seven thousand to one hundred seventy bands. Now, we'll just go for that at first because we're going for the gusto. So a product manager, That is for CRM, so let's just say it's Salesforce or whatever the case may be. They're a customer-centric advocate for specific customers of product and systems and responsible for identifying and executing against opportunities their main responsibility is to enhance the end to end experience with the goal of increasing customer satisfaction and positively impact the company's revenue growth and other goals. Now this position is work from home. Occasional travel plan to travel uh, to Southfield, Michigan may be required. The role is focused on modernizing and evolving our CRM product to deliver next generation sales You shape the strategic direction of the CRM. You work closely with dealers, sales, marketing, engineering, and analytics. You advocate for the end user and stakeholders by empathizing and understanding user needs, remaining focused on desired outcomes, and becoming the domain expert. You analyze data through the lens of the customer and identify goals, metrics, key performance indicators, and analytics to determine product value. Continually making recommendations and refinements to the product backlog based on learnings, leading to continued improvement in owned metrics and key performance indicators. So, your, what is your competencies? Your customer centric, your business focused, your technology driven, your transformational leader. What are the requirements? Seven years as a product manager are related. Minimum years of experience with CRM tools such as Salesforce. See I called it out that quick. Oracle, SAP, Microsoft Dynamics, HubSpot, etc. Hands-on experience managing all stages of the product lifecycle, integration mindset, and approach to ensure product dependencies and integration points are understood and delivered across product lines. So basically you're you're the bridge and the gap. You're the bridge and you're the gap. This brother was going to JP Morgan. All oh, these, these liberal, and these were liberals here, these are the liberal white men that Malcolm X warned us about, nigga. This is what a liberal, the liberal left arm of racism white supremacy. These the, the, the liberal limousine. I'm telling you, the nigga, let's get some music. Let's get some music. The liberal limousine. The liberal limousine. And I was in a meeting. I thought this was pretty unprofessional. But I was in a meeting. And they said, oh, uh, you know, Jerome or whatever. I can't remember his name. Jerome or Jamal or Jerome. Jerome. Jerome is, uh he left and went to another company. Well, the brother went and got his bag at Goldman Sachs. You understand me? So that's what they were really mad about. That's Trailer Trash Jeffrey. Now, I I told you many a moons ago that Trailer Trash Bob is usually some little dusty-ass help desk redneck. He don't really get no play from anybody. Even Becky ain't really interested in him. He ain't got no game, ain't none of the women checking for him, but he's white. And he got hired, Okay. So he's sitting around frustrated and angry because he can't really pull nothing. Ain't no women checking for him. So he's sitting around on 4chan looking up house videos and he's upset. Now, Trailer Trash, Trailer Trash Jeffrey is a little different. He has some of the same optics. The difference with him is he's making more money. So Trailer Trash Jeffrey has some of that little Trailer Trash Park. Well, that nigga got a piano. I ain't got no piano. Well, Trailer Trash Jeffrey has the piano. Trailer Trash Jeffrey has the grand piano, but he doesn't want a black man to have it. That's the difference. So Goldman Sachs, let's look at careers. Let's look at the career of Goldman Sachs product manager. Let's look. Let's look. Let's look at how much a Goldman Sachs product manager makes. All right, it's not pulling up. Let me try a different way. Goldman Sachs product manager salary. Okay, so. The average Goldman Sachs product manager is what? They're saying the average is 125. I think it's a little higher than that. So let's go to levels. Alright, see that I knew it. It sounds a little better. So a Goldman Sachs product manager pays between 126 to 262. Now the VPs make a 262 associates 143. With a twenty thousand dollar bonus okay now let's now another oh i'll be damned somebody asked that question how much does the product manager make it goldman sachs He say goldman sachs marcus okay 175 bands per year all right said so the average VP at Goldman Sachs makes 177. So let me look at Goldman Sachs career investment banking. Now right, we going to we going to pull we going to pull for full circle. We going to pull full circle in a minute. We going we going we going to realize let me tell you why Trailer Trash Jeffrey was upset. We gonna break it down on why he was really upset. Okay, explore and find jobs. Search, search jobs. Get the music. Keep the music going Gotta keep the music going. I'm gonna bring this back to oh, yeah, let's play this. This is one of my favorite beats. This is a bag land. Apply the skill sets, apply the individual job postings. Okay. All right. I had a conversation with an IT manager the other day. you know what he told me i asked him about the insurance company i said a lot of people don't want to admit that we have a recession i said what do you think about it and the next five years of the company where do you see the future growing you know what he told me let me give y'all some real bars nigga give y'all some bars mars incorporated give you some milky way bars he said that If the economy gets better, we make money. We're an insurance company. He says, if the economy gets worse, we still make money. <laughs> we still make money. Because people are going to be, you know, that's how insurance works. We're recession proof. That might be true. So. When I typed in when I went to Goldman Sachs and I typed in product manager I seen auditing I seen a lot of tax internal auditing software engineering a lot of this stuff was in India one in Utah one in Germany let me let me look up the location Let me try to find the location real quick I'm going to put 500 miles Okay, consumer platforms associate sales. Yeah, I'm not finding much. Maybe I need to, maybe I need to put a little more. Maybe I need to put a little more. I need to, maybe I need to put a thousand miles. Oh, you can't put no more than that. Okay. Maybe I can just put New York. York, is there any product managers in New York? No, it's a lot of audits. I'm seeing a lot of audits, internal audits, QA, VP. Well, I'm not finding a lot for Goldman Sachs. So, one thing y'all got to understand when you're looking up information technology positions, it's not necessarily product manager. The title could be something else. They're very broad and ambiguous with their terms. They can say, well, it's a product manager, but the title might be something else. So you never really know. You don't know what it is all the time. So let's, let, let's do something different. Let's go to Indeed, let's type in product manager and let's just put in 55109. Let's see what, what happens. What do we got? Like Al Pacino off of, off of heat. What do we got? What do we got? Okay, now this is with Target. Now Target is a product ops manager, self-service platform. They talking about from 83 Bandikas to 150 a year. So now you understand why Trailer trailer Trash Jeffrey was upset. You understand that now? That brother left the company, this large banking institution in Minneapolis, I won't say the name, and he went to somebody bigger and better and he's making a bigger bag. That nigga got a piano. I don't like the fact that that nigga got a piano. That's what that was. It's not it's not the trailer trash. Jeffrey didn't have any money. It's, it has nothing to do with that. Whatsoever. It has nothing to do with that at all. It, it's the fact that a black man was able to secure some money. He left and he didn't have to stay and be subjugated. So you know what they did? And this is what made me sick to my stomach. I'm sitting there listening to this shit. Oh, he wasn't competent. He wasn't this. He wasn't that. I did a little research. That nigga been over there for five years. You ain't going to be no product manager and be a black person and not be competent. You ain't going to be a black person to be a manager and not be competent. You're not going to be a product manager and they keep you around like that. That brother was over there well over four years. He earned his keep. Trader Trash
7: Jeffrey. I tell you, boys,
0: anybody's hiding
7: Jesse Hunter, my money's on Sylvester Carey. That nigga, he hates us white folk. Mm-hmm. He
3: does. You know he's got a piano. A nigga with a goddamn piano. I've been working all my life. I ain't got a piano. You don't know how to play one. That ain't the point. Old man come Up in that house of his,
0: he got a piano. Mm. A nigga's got one. Mm. And I don't. Now how'd that look? Can me play that one more time? I tell you, boys.
7: Anybody's hiding Jesse Hunter, my money's on Sylvester Carey. That nigga, he hates us white folk.
3: Mm-hmm. He does. You know he's got a piano? A nigga with a goddamn piano. I've been working all my life. I ain't got a piano. You don't know how to play one. Huh? That ain't the point. Old man come Up in that house of here, he got a piano nigger mm. nigga got one. Mm. And I don't. How'd
0: that look? There you go. Very simple people. That nigga got a piano. That nigga got a piano. He mad as hell. Oh, he's pissed. Cause that nigga got a piano. It's time for it's time for some J Diggs. It's time. Hey. Hey Akon. This house. Some hold, in hold on, hold on, Akon, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Akon. No, 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 no. He said the descendants of slaves. Yeah, he said the descendants of slaves, let me see here, wait a minute, he said we ain't got no music, oh yeah, we got to play that, hold on, yeah, we definitely got to play that, hold on, oh, we got to talk about that too, hold up, oh yeah, 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 I was going to end it early tonight. We got, a, oh, no, no, we got bars. Oh, we got bars. It was something that I seen. I can't remember what it was, but Akon. And yeah, yeah, you got to get on this nigga's ass. We got to get on these, these tethers ass. This nigga was talking about, well, if African-Americans move to Africa, we could have a worldwide power. Why can't y'all niggas over there do it yourself? Why do you need us? Cause you know when we get over there, we gonna get it cracking, like how we got this country cracking over here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I got to get on. I got to get on old brother Acon over here. Shout out to Donald.
12: Gender insanity being pushed on our children.
0: Is yeah, yeah. We don't need no gender. We don't need that intersectionality. The left wing
12: gender insanity being pushed on our children is an act of child abuse. Very simple. Here's my plan to stop the chemical, physical, and emotional mutilation of our youth. On day one, I will revoke Joe Biden's cruel policies on so called gender affirming care. Ridiculous. A I process agree. that includes giving kids puberty blockers, mutating their physical appearance, and ultimately performing surgery on minor children. Can you believe this? I will sign a new executive order instructing every federal agency to cease all programs that promote the concept of sex and gender transition at any age. I will then ask Congress to permanently stop federal taxpayer dollars from being used to promote or pay for these procedures
0: and pass a law prohibiting... Download J with the toupee. I could agree with you on that one. We don't need none of that shit. Ain't gonna help black folk. No, 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 no. They ain't going to help black folk. How's that going to help black folk? How's that going to help black folk? Now, here's something here. Governor Wall signs Crown Act. Legislation protects natural hairstyles from discrimination by adding to the definition of race in in the Minnesota Human Rights Act. Now, remember what Dr. Claude Anderson very well taught us, that how they try to avoid the conversation of black folks. They're not talking about anyone else besides foundational black Americans. The act adds a definition of race to the Minnesota Human Rights Act to explicitly protect natural hairstyles and textures, including but not limited to braids, locks, and twists. Who has braids, locks, and twists? The bill known as HF37CH3 was sponsored by Minnesota State Rep. Esther Abage and Senator President Bobby Joe Champion Crown Act brings clarity to ensure no Minnesota now or in the future can be discriminated against because of their natural hair. Now you really didn't hear a lot about that. Did you, you heard about all these damn illegals getting, getting their driver's license. You didn't hear about that. Did you, Now this is something on the proud family. Y'all know how I feel about Disney. They had this Sambo ass bed winch. This little intersectional bedwinch talking about she's going to push the lettuce, bacon, and tomato agenda. But for Black History Month, they probably want to put this out. But, however, it, hey, we need our reparations. So, you know, I was a little surprised they pushed it out. But they, they, they're responding to what we're saying on the grassroots. They're responding to the new black media. They're responding to black folks because we lead the charge when it comes to this shit
3: this country was built on slavery which means slaves built this country till this land from sea to sea to sea first there was rice tobacco sugar cane then whitney did his thing and cotton became cane. and we were its soldiers four million strong fighting for america's freedoms even though we remained america's slaves. slaves built this country the descendants of slaves continue to build this. slaves built this country and we the descendants of the slaves in america Hold have earned reparations for their suffering and continue to earn reparations every moment we spend submerged in city systemic prejudice, racism, and right white supremacy, supremacy that America was founded with and still has not atoned for. Slaves built, built this country. country. Not only field hands, but carpenters, mazes. Blacksmiths, musicians. Inventors built cities from Jamestown to New Orleans, to Savannah. Washington. Washington, 40 acres and a mule. We'll take the 40 acres, keep the mule. We, we made make your families, families rich. rich. From the southern plantation heirs. To the northern bankers. To the New England ship owners. The founding fathers. Former presidents. Current The
5: Illuminati, the New World Order. Slaves Slaves built this country. We had
3: Tubman. Turner. Frederick D. Then they say Lincoln freed the slaves. But
5: slaves were men. And, and women.
3: And only we can free ourselves. Emancipation, Emancipation is not freedom. freedom. Jim Crow segregation, redlining public schools, feeding private prisons where we become slaves again. As we celebrate Juneteenth for the, the umpteenth, umpteenth time, our account is still outstanding. Because this country was built on slavery, which means slaves, slaves built this country. country. And we demand our 40 acres and a mule. Bump you can keep the mule, keep the 40. We're taking Hey
0: Cut the damn check Let me get that paper Yeah let me get that paper man And see Here's the thing They talked about You know uh, Yeah they they had to put that out there Because it's, it's too many black folks Now we're getting on cold Black folks are waking up We're like hey wait a minute get let me get that let me get that bread you giving it to all these other people oh
10: double board certified neurologist also board certified in preventative medicine doctor thank you so much for being here
11: thanks so much for having me
10: we have a lot to cover so let's start with the annual boosters last thursday fda advisors met they didn't recommend the annual COVID boosters but they did vote to standardize all vaccines as bivalent Also, this says the CDC is still looking at potential stroke risks from the Pfizer's bivalent shot in seniors. What is your take?
11: Well, look, the FDA had a meeting where they essentially outlined two strategies. One, they wanna make the COVID shot an automatic yearly injection for everyone. And two, increase the amount of young, healthy children who get these injections. Right now, over 90% of parents have not had their young children vaccinated, nor should they, all risk and no benefit. Mm -hmm. To give a healthy young child or even adolescent, this injection, in my opinion, is negligent. Both of these plans from the FDA are completely unscientific and dangerous. And I think it will make Pfizer billions of dollars more while just putting healthy Americans at risk.
10: Well, what do you think about going to the bivalent shot as just like the standard shot, considering like there isn't enough data?
11: Yeah, I mean, look, they want to convince Americans that everybody needs these annual COVID shots, yet we just had two major studies showing the current bivalent booster doesn't work at all. By the way, no one should be surprised because there were zero randomized studies done on the booster before it was released, yet these agencies and their so-called experts were just on TV selling this bivalent booster hard to the American public as if they had evidence it would work, and they didn't. The FDA and the vaccine committee should not be allowing Pfizer, a for-profit company, just keep releasing more injections onto the
0: there you go pfizer for you there you go and while they're making alligator cat catfish hybrids listen to this using gene editing technology and just a pinch of alligator dna scientists all scientists at auburn have created a sterile hybrid series of catfish they say is more resistant to infection Now, this is by Dak Collins, published on February 2nd, 2023, 5.04 p.m. In an effort to build a better catfish, researchers at Auburn University have genetically engineered a hybrid catfish species using alligator DNA. The methodology might sound scary, but the byproducts are nearly identical to the farm-raised catfish sold in grocery stores throughout the country. Still, regulatory, this damn... Chick-fil-A, shout out to man, chick, man, chick-fil-a peppermint shakes, nigga. Man, them, them damn peppermint shakes. It's just fire. The byproducts are nearly identical to the farm-raised catfish sold in grocery stores throughout the country. Still, regulatory approval isn't a guarantee, and these reptilian mud kitties won't end up on the shelves anytime soon. Well, we can hold our breath. Americans eat a lot of catfish. And it's impossible to put on a number on how many chuckleheads we catch and cook on an annual basis. Regardless, it's not enough to satisfy their overall demand. In 2021 alone, we imported around 256 million pounds of it from other countries. Meanwhile, we commercially produce another 307 million pounds here at home. Most of the farm raised fish come from the south primarily Alabama, Arkansas, Mississippi, Texas, where the deep-fried delicacies, true soulmate, the hush puppy, was born. Ethical concerns. One fear that came up during the experiment was the risk of a genetically modified superfish escaping from farms and disrupting neighboring ecosystems. To prevent this, they used the CRISPR gene editing tool to remove a catfish gene associated with reproduction. They replaced it with the alligator gene with these genes swapped, the hybrid catfish are un- unable to produce. Now, can you imagine somebody being attacked by an alligator catfish? Oh, here we go. South Carolina Democrat James Bisted Plantation Clyburn funneled six figures from campaign funds to family's last cycle fouling show. Listen to this plantation Negro. Hold on, I'm going to pause this. I don't want to hear this old. Let's see. we'll, We'll wait. Plantation Whip Clyburn. Another worthless Negro in the Congressional Black Caucus. Absolutely worthless. All right. I'm waiting for this commercial to end. Personal injury. Okay. Let's see here. All right.
6: Right now, the House Assistant Democratic Leader, uh, key confidant of the President of the United States. Uh, Congressman, always good having you. Are you concerned about this? I ask you, sir, because there's a poll out now uh, that asks Americans how they feel about the President's handling of these documents. 60% say inappropriate, 22% appropriate. Do you concur with Americans' view of this?
2: Well, thank you very much for having me, Neil. To begin with, I think all of us are concerned uh, I think,
0: Thanks very much for having me Thanks very much for having me uh,
2: About this uh, The president has expressed uh, Concern about the handling uh, Of this as well I don't think that any one of us Believe that he packed up His boxes himself uh, To move out Let's get some good music uh, Of here. his office uh, And he as you know I just left my whip office A lot of boxes were packed up I uh, think I may have packed one of them. So you have no idea I think I may have uh, who in may that. have put what in what boxes. And these things were self-reported. It wasn't in the archives looking for stuff, uh, issuing subpoenas, trying to get stuff. He never claimed they were his to own. <laughs> these things sometimes happen, and we don't always respond appropriately because it's always hindsight, it'd be in 2020. That
6: might be so, so, Congressman, but he did say uh, that he was not aware of a lot of this. But we do know that (laughs) in November 2nd, the the White House certainly became aware of this. I didn't know if it went all the way up to him. Um, Then, uh, you know, we had all these stages where more documents were discovered on December 20th and January 11th, January 12th. And through all...
0: Oh, shit. Oh, they cut me off nigga was playing the banjo music <laughs> oh they was playing i tell you they didn't want me to play that shit hold on hold on they got me stop talking about Clyburn oh man I was getting ready to play it I was getting ready to play it Jack oh this is a dope beat listen to this hell's going on here. here we go I had that Dr. Sample back in the day I had it that Dr. Sample SP 202 that ain't me that's something else I don't think that's me hold on That ain't me. That's not me. Shout out to Bun B. Bun B saying that rappers are balling in debt with major labels. Said UGK is still $2 million in the red. Now, he had an interview with Beehive saying... When UGK was signed before, we were right there. He said, we took an advance on two albums. He said, we took an advance in 07. We had to wait seven years after we hit that. That was a seven year period when we took money after 2000. He said, once we hit 2017, I believe, he said, once we hit 2027, he said, I believe our balance is clear. He said, UGK has never made $1 in royalties from selling our music. That's crazy.
8: We were right there, but we took an advance on that last album, mm. on the last two albums for UGK. which So we had to wait um, because we took the advance in 07, I think. Uh, we have to wait seven years mm. after we hit that. So I think in 2027, because it's a seven-year period where we took money after 2000. You know what I'm saying? So once we hit 2027, I believe our balance is, is clear with Sony. And then from that point on, because UGK has never made $1 in royalties mm. from the selling of our music. Okay. And we didn't have our own publishing for about 17 years. My God. You know what I'm saying? I'm in that
2: position right now. You know
8: what I'm saying? So I, we've just, right before he passed, all rights reverted back to us. So I licensed my publishing out to companies how you know how did
2: you what I'm make saying? that happen bud because i'm doing because sony put straight from the deck out mm-hmm.
8: uh, so and we got an advance back then and so
2: i'm way past that right so right. how do i go about that what do i do i yeah call i mean me? sony, I? yeah
8: you should just be able to call reach out to sony you know what i'm saying because and where who has we went a we it, literary company now it was fully right. loaded sony okay
2: so it wasn't directly to sony but fully loaded that with sony Sony distributed the
8: record. See, I was on Jive Records. Yeah. Right? And then Jive isn't a label anymore. Mm. So then everything from Jive went to Sony. Yeah.
0: See? You see you see how they play black folks? They give they give black folks these these grimy ass deals. We don't pay attention to that shit enough, man. Oh, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Oh man. All right, now hold on. This is interesting. This might be an opportunity for some people to get down with some IT. Amazon-informed state is shutting down sorting facility in Shakopee. Now, that's on 5825 11th Avenue, Shakopee. employs 680 workers. Officials with the Minnesota Department of Employment and Economic Development said they received a letter from Amazon that is seizing operations March 31st. Y'all might want to go check out com. Get you some IT game. You just might. You just might. You just might. Listen to this. Now, remember when the CIA was questioned out there in South Central L.A.? when uh, Gary Webb made the whistleblower, these folks was out here trying to make it seem like black folks was being all oh angry black people and all this, listen to this. Fine. Is there a difference between a CIA paid operative and a CIA paid asset?
8: No.
4: Do you know who Walter Pincus is? I believe he's a reporter for the Washington Post.
0: Sir, you're not entitled to, but what? Is he an is asset of the CIA? You hear that Sambo? You hear that, that, that Negro, that Bolton page Sambo? Sir, you're not in, You're not entitled to... Is he, he an and and asset of the CIA? No.
5: He said no to that question. The gentleman in the white and then the gentleman in the tan, um, hat over here. My
6: question is to you, Juanita,
0: fine. You hear that Sambo? Here's another one. Now somebody said here, listen to this, this clip is just too good. You have the beautiful, bold, eloquent, and composed sister advocating for her people, and by extension, humanity versus this impotent black elected official who's powerless to do anything but lombast the crowd for not being respectful enough to the CIA. That's why I played old plantation whip Clyburn. That's why I played that. Powerless bought and paid for bootleg bootleg negro. Then this one next. Mm-hmm.
7: Sir, I'd like to know how this incident differs from my school, what happened at my school at Tuskegee University, where for twenty for 20 years, the government denied uh, inflicting syphilis among African-American uh, men until they were di- they, they died, and then they agreed that, yes, they had something to do with it. So for 20 years, we were told the same thing, and these were able-bodied men who had families, that the, the government injected syphilis into them as a test to see what happened, and they denied this for 20 years. So I want to know how this differs, and I'm, I'm just deeply touched by this because I, I attended Tuskegee, and it affected a lot of that community and it brought them down. So I want to know from you how what you're saying now differs when the government said that for 20 years to the men were dead, because we are alive now. Let me ask you to state your name and perhaps... um... No, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to automatically get an audit.
5: You know what? I respect, pardon me, I respect your right and your right, but let us all
0: respect each other's rights. Let's respect it, just widen me to McDonald. Listen to this Sambo. Let's all respect each other's I respect You, you know is, what? This is who you Negroes vote in. All you Popeye, chicken Negro, spiritual Negroes, this is who you vote in, niggas like this. You know what?
5: I respect pardon me i respect your right and your right but let us all respect each other's rights right. would you like to answer that sir uh, i'd like to say two things uh here you go
1: Sambo. seven former agents one was sent down to murder the head of cuba fidel castro another gentleman colonel philip Renninger was sent down to guatemala to overthrow the government of guatemala in 1954. the third agent was actually a spy on Iowa State University campus, where he spied on students, dark-skinned students, foreigners, and people from other countries. He was then sent down to Cuba to poison the food supply in Havana, poison the children of Cuba for whatever reason. So we all, I believe, already know this information, Mr. Deutsch. My question to you is, if we know all of this stuff that the agency has done historically, then why certainly should we believe you today when you say, certainly this could never happen in in Los Angeles when it's happened all over the world?
0: Mr. Deutsch. I'm not. I understand, I understand that. The mic. Yeah, he, he's he's explaining now. He's explaining now.
4: I am a former Los Angeles Police Narcotics Detective, and I work South Central Los Angeles. And I will tell you, Director Deutsch, emphatically, and can not you speak further
5: into the mic, sir? These mics don't seem to be.
4: I, I will tell you, Director Deutsch, as a former Los Angeles police narcotics detective, that the agency has dealt drugs throughout this country for a long time. Everybody's saying, hold on, let's go back. We'll be
5: coming back Hi. over.
4: I am a former Los Angeles police narcotics detective, and I work South Central Los Angeles, and I will tell you, Director Deutsch, emphatically and Can without equivocation. Can you speak further
5: into the mic, sir? These mics don't seem to be... I I
4: will tell you, Director Deutsch, as a former Los Angeles police narcotics detective that the agency has dealt drugs throughout this country for a long time. (laughs)
0: That's an answer for a lot of you. You know what? I hate to say this, but I'm going to have to say it tonight. January 6th, you had a lot of bought and paid for Negroes that was in that rotunda. I really wouldn't have minded for them white supremacists to come up, put a foot in their ass. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. It should have been some niggas to get molly in that bitch. You niggas is worthless take a check, nigga? You kiss a nigga for a check, nigga? <laughs> remember, when, remember when Gilly the kid said you kiss a nigga for a check, nigga? Hold on. Let's, 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 let's go back to some smack DVD shit. Let's go look. just us go back to some smack DVD shit. You kiss a nigga for a check, bro? Remember when he said that?
8: Sunday. They might
2: not know what I'm talking about But I know what I'm talking about I've been to the third nigga huh? last When time the last time you been to a
3: When the last time you
0: 25 niggas When the last time you been to
8: Magnolia Without two police officers I've been there I seen BG on the step 25 niggas You bitch ass nigga Yeah. I seen all that I'm gonna pull the covers off you niggas heads Slowly but surely, though. I don't want to pull it all the way off. Just leave your butt and cold, shaking.
0: Pull it off slowly but surely. Wayne, you're not real. Even his son, nigga. Keep it real, man. You kiss a nigga for a check, bruh.
2: You kiss a nigga for a check, bruh. And you're not real. Cut it out. Fuck you do floss
0: You're not even his son, nigga. Keep it real, man. You kiss a nigga for a check, bruh. Son, real, you kiss a nigga for a check, bruh. Kiss, you kiss a nigga for a check, bro? <laughs> you kiss a nigga for a check, bro? Right, now, can you please? Can I you please? Direct... Wait, Look at this old wait, wait. mammy. I refer. An answer
5: for a lot of you. Now, can you please? I refer... All right, now, can you please?
0: I refer direct.
5: Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait
0: a minute. Damn. Combo man.
5: Wait a minute. Wait a minute here.
0: Wait for what? Wait a
5: minute. If you don't like what's going on here, please leave now. No, 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 leave. No, 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 leave now because there are others who do want to hear what's going on in this room.
0: No one wants to hear you, man. Will you ma'am. please
5: take your seats? I will come back to you as we roll back across to the center section.
4: Director Deutsch, I will refer you to three specific agency operations known as Amadeus, Pegasus, and Watchtower. I have Watchtower documents heavily redacted by the agency. I was personally exposed to CIA operations and recruited by CIA personnel who attempted to recruit me in the late 70s to become involved in protecting agency drug operations in this country. I have been trying to get this out for 18 years, and I have the evidence. My question for you is very specific, sir. If in the course of the IG's investigations and Fred Hitz's work, you come across evidence of severely criminal activity
5: and it's classified,
4: will you use that classification to hide the criminal activity or will you tell the American people the truth?
0: Simple question. Simple question.
5: All right, you want to hear the response? First from Congressman Julian Dixon and Shut then your ass
0: up, mammy.
5: Wait, wait, wait a minute. From your from your I'm sorry, sir. I will allow the director to speak first and then Congressman Julian Dixon. What is
0: she there on that podium for? If you have information about
4: CIA, illegal activity in drugs. You should immediately bring that information to wherever you want, but let me suggest three places. The Los Angeles Police Department.
0: Cap. <laughs> you see the cop smiling. He's like, man, please. Uh, please. Please. It is mammy. I'm,
5: if I'm sorry, I see, that's, that's why answer. we needed a
0: Nuremberg. We really, truly needed a Nuremberg trial, man, on the plantation leave all the bed bucks snitches rats 5k1 niggas and bed winches. leave them niggas on the plantation wipe them niggas out they were worthless well we got to bring everybody off the plantation because we all can say oh
5: sorry others want to hear this answer it 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 is your
4: choice the los angeles police department the inspector general or uh, office of one of your Congress uh persons from this <laughs> 18 years ago, sir, and I got shot at for it.
5: Wait a minute, wait a minute, sir. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute, sir. And, and Sir, you have not gotten the mic yet. You are not. But wait a minute, then don't speak out of turn. Let me
4: say something else. If this information turns up wrongdoing, if it turns up wrongdoing, we will bring the people to justice and make them accountable. All
5: right, Congressman Dixon.
2: Thank you. Uh, thank you, sir, for coming.
5: Wait, 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 wait a minute here. I thought you did not want to be here. But now that you are here, please let us hear and listen.
2: Thank you very much. Uh, Sir, I want to thank you for coming. And they got this Sambo
0: moderator, man. Uh, They got this Mammy moderator. Damn, man. I tell you. There you go. That's our bought and paid for Negro class, y'all. That's them. What is this here? Is this some some else information? What is this? Family. All right, let's get to the news.
1: Let's talk about this. To a potential bombshell story now out of Thailand, which are not words that I thought would ever come out of my mouth. A bombshell story out of Thailand? Oh, yeah. Listen to this. This is a potential bombshell. And Pfizer better buckle up because this could start to become a contagion for Pfizer. And I really think that we're starting to see a change. I think we're starting to see... In fact, now you're starting to see some mainstream media outlets even begin to cover this question about five... They minutes. don't
0: have no choice. But
1: here is what is what's going on in Thailand right now. So do you remember a few weeks ago when the princess of Thailand suddenly collapsed just days after receiving her booster shot? Now, we covered this in the newsletter. We didn't get a chance to cover it here on the show, I think, because we, it was during the holiday time and we were off at the time. Um, and a new interview that a Thai doctor, Dr. Uh, Sukuret Bak- uh, is
12: three days after the third shot. And she's young. Of course, 44 years old, never been seriously ill, collapsed, and is now in
0: a coma. And... There you go. There you go, man. I'm telling you, folks ain't going to be satisfied... I think it's not going to be satisfied. Hey, I appreciate y'all for listening in tonight. I think we covered about enough. We're going to do it again in the next couple of days. Yeah. Shout out to, you know, rest in, rest in heaven, Gary Webb. You know, he went against the white supremacist code. You know, he presented the evidence, the facts. You know, they hired their little mammy plantation Negroes to try to thwart the, the truth. And we gotta speak truth to power. So, you tuned into the Bagland Podcast, where we discuss politics, tech, and tangibles. We'll see you again. Thank you.